Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today we have Jack Soul. Um, Jack is probably one of the oldest calico fishermen on our coast. He's 85. He still tournament fishes. And he has a crazy story. He has uh, a story kind of like a couple other guys, but it it, uh, it ended in his friend's death. So uh, he was uh, on his boat island fishing like we do and he had a bad accident he breaks it all down and tells us about it and it's a crazy crazy story and uh, he kind of tells us a lot of history funny stuff a lot of a lot of cool stuff it's amazing to hear from guys like this that have been doing it forever and uh you know come in and and uh, talk and we have something in common and i always say that you know when i was uh, younger and got into fishing like when i was in 30 i uh, never had anything in common with the dads and I'd always talk to the grandpas, and they'd be into fishing, and I was into fishing, so I'd always talk to the grandpas at the schools, you know? So it was funny, but it's a great, great story, great episode. And thanks, Jack. Thank you, Joe, was also on this episode from Performance. He'd bring Jack down, hang out at the studio. Joe talks a little bit. Thank you, Joe. And um, that's about it on this one. I fished my second rookie tournament in SBS. And we took third, so I'm pretty stoked and got a second big fish. So, uh, great weekend for me. That's why I'm kind of lagging a little bit. I was planning to put out another podcast, but I think uh, it needs it needs to go back and review for a little bit. <laughs> we'll see what happens with that one. I'm not going to say who it is or what it was, but it was a shit show. And you guys probably heard it on Instagram. It was bad. So, we'll see what uh, what happens with that. I got a ton of good ones coming up. I think we're going to do Rory from Treasure Grills again. Um, Haggard Pirate round two. Going to try to do something different. I think I'm going to try to do a live call-in on that one. And also do a live feed. We'll see how it goes. I, it's going to be a lot of work, but I might be able to pull it off. So we have that coming up. We got uh, the charter coming this Friday. If you guys want to jump on another charter for the 26th, it's with uh, Butch Brown. Butch Brown, Butch Brown, Matt Payno, Mac Tang. Um, we're going to go to Santa Barbara Island. If you guys want to jump on, check out Redondo Sport Fishing. Also, uh, or just Redondo Beach Fishing. And uh, you could call there, ask for Kelly. She'll book you. Also, um, check out the Patreon. This month's sponsors, Toxic Baits. They're giving us two baits. And Irod, giving us two Irods. Thank you and blank so all three companies have been big supporters of the podcast so please check those out if you can and uh give us five stars on itunes uh, i appreciate all the support lately the numbers are are crazy uh our ratings crazy I, I can't believe how much the podcast is growing so thank you to everyone that's listening and we've got some stuff coming out so it'll, it'll be fun and uh if all goes well i got a big announcement next month so we'll see how that goes and thanks for listening. You'll get one on Thursday. I'm not going to sure what it is yet, but you'll hear from me somehow or check out the Instagram. Thanks again for listening, guys. Bye. I didn't know there was any white sea bass, guys. I only caught white sea bass by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today we have uh, Joe. He's been on the podcast. He's a buddy of mine. He came in with Jack Soul. Um, Jack, from what I've heard, if you go back in the Calico history, 
he is the one of the original guys to fish calico that's alive. Yeah, with artificials. Yeah, that, yeah with artificials. And big. Artificials, yeah. Yeah. So, fuck, what did you do in the beginning? Like, give us your timeline of what did you do for, what was your first artificial you used for calico? Uh, boogie Tails and uh, Magambos. Remember them? I don't. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there was one other, and I can't think of the name of it, but uh, I I was fishing in Ensenada, and the uh, calico bite was unreal down there. How big were they? Yeah, I consider a four or five pounder a big big fish. I've caught a lot a lot of fish bigger than that. Yeah, uh, I've won a lot of trophies on eight pound fish. And in forty years, I've I caught like four over ten, and then this year I had three or two over ten, and one was nine point nine with Benny, right? (laughs) Benny, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a lot of fish over ten. That's a big deal. It's a calico. Yeah, just calicos. Yeah, just because I mean, I I feel like reaching a ten is like catching a fifteen largemouth. Pretty much, yeah. Have you caught a ten? I've caught. Yes. Uh, you caught a hen too, Joe. Yeah. When was that? I got. Uh, I have two over ten. I got an eleven two. You got a calico? Um, yes. You have an eleven two calico. Correct. You've never told me about this. Yeah. Why? Is that San Martin Island? So I don't know. If you don't counts. consider it the same. <laughs> no, it does. I mean, it was. That's uh, the biggest I've heard of. Next to seas. Yeah. I, mean, I guess so, yeah. I may have had. I, uh, he's had some. I've had some that were well over 10. I mean, I don't know how big they were because I didn't have a scale. Was this uh, in the 80s or 90s or was it like. Oh, it's been at least 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Shit. But I caught, I caught a lot of big fish. Wow. And just like Sacramento now, uh, there's areas of Sacramento where I take guys out. They just want to catch fish. And we they average two, three pounds, that's big fish. And there's areas of Sacramento that are big fish things, but you don't plan on catching a dozen of them, maybe three or four for the day. Yeah, like like uh, when I went, I barely went to San Clemente with uh, Bobby Martinez and Garrett Ching. Yeah. And uh, we caught a decent amount, but they were at all fives, fours, yeah. fives. You know, I was like, still great. That's that was a, great. Dude, that's that was, a nice yeah. fish, you know. And you see the cool thing that you're, I seem, you seem to talk like you just want to catch the fish. You don't really care if they're, they're eights or sevens. No. You're, you're happy with catching twos, threes, fours. I'd rather just be busy all day catching. There you go. That's, yeah. that's a good, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Be busy. I'd rather be busy too. Yeah. I'm not a big fish guy. I don't need, you know, to work all day for five big, you know, bites. Yeah. But I, it's different when you do tournament though, right? You're looking tr- for the big fish. Tournament fishing is different. Yeah. Than regular. But you know, I took a guy out of water. Mic up a little, dude. Like, just angle it. There you go. I I took a guy out a while back, and I off to my left. I in it at the edge of the cup. I seen a boil. I thought that's yellowtail. I said over there, over there. So he cast over there, and he got hammered, (laughs) and he had a little bait caster, and it just tore him tore him up. (laughs) I said that had to be a a nine or ten pound calico. (laughs) It was probably a forty pound yellowtail. (laughs) And he thought, my God, I don't want to get one. (laughs) (laughs) That was Scott. (laughs) What was the uh, first tournament? Do you remember the first tournament you fished? For Calico? Oh, they were way back in, uh, they were in Ensenada. Uh, they had three categories, Calico, Yellowtail, and Tuna. Okay. And usually if we had 15 guys fishing Calicos, it was a good, uh, my old adversary was Rich Marcel. You ever heard of him? Yeah. Yeah. Rich Marcel and I used to bump heads <laughs> and he beat me on a more first place. I had like, five seconds right in a row and i thought i'm just gonna have to kill him you know <laughs> sink his boat you know, shoot him or something <laughs> did you uh back then what kind of boat were you using for calico was it a different boat was it a different setup i had uh i forget what boat i had then uh about it's been about 24 years ago i lost a boat and i lost my best friend with it that I've was, heard that I I read in the bite you kind of talk about it a little. That was at uh, Santa Barbara Island, 
And was this, were you for calico fishing a lot already? We were fishing calicos. That's all we were fishing. Do you mind telling the story and the conditions and stuff? Well, we went over and it was absolutely a, a flat, calm day. Mm-hmm. And we were maybe 100 yards off the beach on the backside of Santa Barbara Island. I was eating a sandwich, my lunch. And Randy stood up in the front of the boat and looked at me and said, oh, my God. And I thought, what? And that's the last thing I remember. I woke up in the water, uh, my boat was gone, Randy was gone, my life jackets in the boat that I had bungee corded uh, down to where they wouldn't fall out. They never fell out. <laughs> and, so you're a strong swimmer. Well, I was that day. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I swam probably, I was in water maybe three hours. If you ever into Santa Barbara, I was around the backside, I had to go clear around to the corner to get onto the rocks. Oh. And then when I got on the rocks, it got dark, and I had a couple baby little baby seals, you know, cuddle up on me and in my lap. And I was in and out all night long. Uh, and then about 10 o'clock the next morning, I, you know, my fog was lifting. It was really foggy. I kept hearing helicopters, and I thought, hey, you're cracking up, you know. And all at once out of the fog, this Coast Guard cutter come sliding through the fog, and I was waving my underwear at him because i had him on a stick that's all i had on was my my t-shirt and my shorts oh man so i waved my t-shirt at him and they turned and hit me with a spotlight blinker and then the guys come in in a rubber raft and there's and by then the tide had gone on i was probably maybe 10 12 feet off the water on this little shelf and he hollered how the hell did you get up there i said never mind just get me off (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so they went back and got a swimmer and that young guy come in and that water, that, that wave just splattered him on the wall oh, and he just slid man. down and he just jumped up like nothing was wrong. <laughs> Put me in a rubber Gumby suit and uh, they hooked a rope behind my back on that ring and he said, turn around. He bear hugged me and the boat just took off and jerked us right off that cliff. Wow. And next thing I know, I was in the boat, and then pretty soon they got me with a helicopter and went to the hospital. Did you have uh, injuries? Oh, they picked sea urchins out of my ass for oh, an hour. <laughs> Man. <laughs> and I was bruised up. But I, other than that, we just, uh, I, I was sick for a couple of days. I think I drank so much water. But I come through it all right. Did you, uh, well, so it was a rogue wave. Yeah. And and how th- far were you off the beach? There was three of them. I was maybe at the most a hundred yards. Wow. And the first one, I don't even remember it. And I woke up in the water and as I come up, the second wave hit and I went down again and that, there was three of them and all of us, it was just flat again. Wow. Well, that friend I told you, Rich Marcel, I told him the story and he, yeah, yeah, that's too bad. But he never believed me. And then about three months later, he was on the back of Sacramento with his brand new son-in-law. And he said a rogue wave caught him. He said it was got, had to be 20 feet tall and just took his boat upside down and slapped him on the water. And he said, I almost lost my son-in-law. I got him on the bottom of the boat and they laid on the bottom of the boat upside down for like three hours in a commercial lobster guy got him, saved um, him. What kind of boat was that? It was a whaler. There, he's Rich Marcel's known for whalers, right? Like yeah, he kind of yeah, bring that him. whole group yeah. of guys. Yeah, and who, who? What was the name of their team? They're the two of them, right? God, yeah, him it was his son-in-law. Yeah, he fished with uh, Killer Whale, right? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Uh, he fished with he fishes with uh, John Turner. Okay, yeah, yeah, that was like his uh, team partner down in Mexico. But uh, Mexican he's a neat guy. Put your mic, Joe. You're far away because you are talking like you said you weren't, but you are. So uh-huh. perfect. Got some quitter stands, guys. Um, <laughs> so you now that you took that rogue wave, how long ago was this? It's been about 23. Okay. 23 years ago. Do you still fish the beach the same or no? Yeah. You still do it? I I lost the boat in December. And in January, I was headed out the door, put my coat on. Shirley said, where are you going? I said, I'm going to go buy a boat. Oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, everybody had a coronary. And I bought a boat and started fishing with uh, Randy Humphrey. And, uh, no, no not, not Randy. Randy uh, was your friend that passed away, yeah. correct? I started fishing with Benny. 
and Roger Eckert. Yes, from Savon. From Savon. People would know Roger from yeah. Savon. Yes. If you, um, did they find your friend's body ever? Oh, yeah. They did? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I told the Coast Guard after they had me aboard, I said, we're clear on the other end of the islands where the body is because I remember I, I found Randy. Oh, you found him when you... Yeah. Oh, my God, that's horrible. And uh, I just... He was in the kelp, so I just figured, well, leave, leave it alone, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you would have... That would have been a, a yeah. hard to get out there and even come back in. You There's know? no way I could get him out. No. 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 But anyway, it was, it was a bad trip, but we've had a lot of good trips since. That's uh, That shows you how much you love Calico. Well, I mean... I fished, uh, I used to fish two long ranges a year and I've got a lot of 10 and 12 days in and I've got, I got a Wahoo that's well over a hundred and I wow. got, I got two over three hundreds tuna and I got probably seven over two fifty. and I don't know how many hundred pounders I got, but wow. I used to do a lot of long range fishing along with calicos uh-huh. and one of the best trips I had, we went on a, it was a 12 day. And the weather turned bad, and the skipper come on and said, we're going to have to make a run for Mag Bay. Everybody was whining and sniffling. We got in Mag Bay, and the calico bite <laughs> was fantastic. They were all eight, nine-pounders. You know? I thought, we've gone to heaven. You know? And other people didn't even want to touch the calico. Oh, they caught them, but yeah. they, they weren't enthused like I was. I, <laughs> and I had a perfect rig. I had a bait rig I took for catching bait, mm-hmm. and it worked out great for and I always take plastic when I go long ranging. I've caught a lot of big tuna on plastics. Really? And uh, people look at you like, what the heck is he doing? But, you know, they eat iron. Yeah. So they, and plastics went better than iron. Wow. Um, so when you were fishing the tournaments down in Ensenada, uh, you lived up here, of course. You always lived in La Habra? I moved in there 40, 44 years ago. Yeah, you're a neighbor of mine, too, so he lives pretty close to me, Jack. Yeah. And, and uh, you were fishing in Sonata. When did you try to put all those techniques up here and kind of fish harder up this way? Uh, I got I got a, a tw- 20-foot Stamus Cuddy Cabin. Okay. And the first time out, it blew up. Uh, <laughs> what so, happened? Uh, yeah, the motor was just dog, you yeah. know. So I put a new uh, Volvo outdrive and v8 a small block chevy and i fished it for 10 years and i could go to catalina and fish all day and come home and maybe burn 20 gallons mm-hmm. it was just a good boat and then i started fishing center consoles and what more, made you change over center console uh it was too hard to fish bass out of that back boat because it had a cutty cabin yeah but i used to spend a lot of nights at the island i'd go over and fish all day and Pull into a cove, throw the anchor out, and mm-hmm. eat a sandwich and fish till dark. Go to sleep, wake up, and fish in the morning. Yeah, but was the uh, calico bite really good at the island then? Oh, you're fishing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's changed a lot. Uh, it used to be really good calico fishing, especially the V's on the backside of Catalina. That mm-hmm. was fantastic, and uh, the Isthmus Inn was down there. That was good too. Sorry, I'm getting. I'm not even thinking about the mic. I'm just listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's another little thing. I, I mean, I've talked to you at the shop with Joe. Yeah. And you talk about when you used to. Uh, we talk about weights. So like when you'd weigh in a fish, um, you're like, hey, I made sure it didn't spit anything out because you said one time you lost like a pound from a fish spitting out like a big piece yeah. of squid or something. He, uh, had a mackerel in him. It, it, <laughs> Would have won a damn thing. <laughs> what did you do to keep this after that? Did you start clamping her mouth shut? I just started forcing it on the way down their throat. <laughs> no, I've never had to do that. That's only the one time I ever lost because of a fish in his Spitting mouth. Spitting up, yeah. So, you, spins. <laughs> <laughs> were you fit when you were fishing uh, up this way? Were you around when they caught the record? What's the record? 14 out of a Newport? Yeah, something. Yeah, some guy with a two-piece spinning rod fishing bait. How pissed off were you? Like, man, you You don't even fish for calico, and you caught the (laughs) red. Yeah, you know, there's there's no justice, you know. (laughs) (laughs) What's the biggest lure, actual fishing lure calico caught that everyone knows of? 
Uh, the big hard baits. Uh, what do they call the Lucky Craft One Nineties or, or the the Rapalas? I don't know. They're big. They're almost a foot long. Do I, uh, people? Has you known anyone that had, think they caught a twelve? I don't know anybody's caught a twelve. No, I've seen a lot of guys that said they had tens, and I looked at them and said, no, <laughs> maybe six. You know, but yeah. you can't argue with them. I don't even try. Just <laughs> let them go. But you know, people don't realize the last three fish I caught that were big fish. We brought them back from the island and turned them loose on the federal breakwater behind the bait barge. Yeah, that's nice. And you think there's got to be a, a 20 or 30 guys that have hooked that fish and just got trashed. You know, he was right back. Mm-hmm. Cause there's, there's no way you can get a 10 pounder off the wall. If he hits it close to the wall. Yeah. Absolutely. But my first 10 pounder was off the wall. Oh, was it? But what, what were you using then? Uh, I want to say Magambos, but it wasn't. It was a, a twin tail. A scampi. Scampies. Yeah. What size line were you using at the wall? Because, I mean, 25 like, mono. 20, 25 mono. Wow. And now everybody's fishing Spectra, you know. Yeah. Did you uh, break off a lot of fish on the mono? Oh, not? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and usually they just got in the rocks on you. They didn't break you off. They just, they, you'd fish real tight to the wall and, if if you didn't have that heavy stuff nowadays, if you get bit, you can you can turn them around. Yeah, with the spectra, of yeah. course, huh? And what kind of reel were you using when you first started fishing for calico? I I not sure what it was. Are uh, the ambassadors? No, it was. Uh, they still make them and they still advertise them. Uh, the early version of the Calcutta. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> you know, I've got a lot of different bass reels. Probably the yeah. Ambassador, like 55, yeah. 6,500. What well, do you use now? What's your choice reel? I've got uh, one set of reels I keep for tournaments, and the other set of reels I've got a dozen of them are the Calcutta's. Yeah, the 400s and 300s. You like yeah. using those a lot, the 403s? Pardon? You like using the, the 400s and 300 Calcutta's a lot? Yeah. Yeah. I, I saved the 400s for the island. Yeah. <laughs> he likes to throw the iron on those. Yeah. <laughs> but he uh, also uses like the, you got the Lexa 300s yeah. from Daiwa. Yeah. yeah. And now nowadays, what kind of plastics you fish? Like what, what have you learned from then to now? Like or what have you kept? So what technique have you kept from when you first started and said, hey, this is tried and true. It's always worked. MC swim baits. <laughs> Is that your go-to? Yeah. And I fish the, in the wintertime, I like that dark red, that almost brownish red. Yeah. They call it the rock hopper. Mm-hmm. And then I fish the silver baits on nice sunny days. Mm-hmm. And what's the other one? The, uh, it's pretty much, I've, I've only seen you throw those two colors. Yeah. And the, I've the got a, a brown, that three-tone brown is a dark brown, yeah. light brown, white belly. I've got some of them, but mostly uh, the rock hopper and the silver, them silver swim baits. So since Corey started, you kind of been fishing his stuff from the get-go. That's all I've ever fished. Really? And Did you have your hands on design when he was doing them and stuff? Because that's another person I'd like to get on the podcast because I always say there's three bait makers that kind of changed. I guess when it happened was Pearl was up here. Mm-hmm. Or maybe two. I think Pearl and then Corey kind of was down south, and yeah. those are the two that kind of started for saltwater, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and that's another one. I mean, you were more involved, and he yeah. didn't. Didn't well, he live f- with you? Started Corey? with the, yeah. He grew yeah. up oh San Pedro. I okay, believe. but yeah. yeah, it started. I think with uh, Worm King and Fish Trap, and yeah. then into MC Fish Trap was Corey's bait. Okay, and uh, they're. All, you can put all three of them, I'll, I'll lay them there. You can't already tell them apart. <laughs> but I just, I just like swim baits. You know? Yeah. You're throwing swim baits most of the time when you're fishing, unless you're there's an iron bite or something. Uh, but the biggest mistake guys make, I see them go out and go through a dozen tails in a couple hours, mm-hmm. is glue. Really? I glue all the heads on, and I can fish the same bait all day long. <laughs> unless... The barracuda there, and then the, <laughs> they'd bite the damn tails off. His yeah. second yeah. favorite fish. So if there's barracuda, I move. You know, I, I hate them slimy things. 
But he has all his baits like pre-glued, eyeballs on heads, all the heads. Everything. Yeah. Everything's all set. Do you yeah. think all that makes a difference? Like if there's no eye on the bait, on the head of the bait, stuff like that, if stuff's kind of messed up a little? Well, I took a while back, I took some baits and glued the glued half of them with cross-eyed and and, and the they didn't catch fish i think the bass looked at them and said oh my god that poor fish is already cross-eyed i don't know i don't want to eat him <laughs> so but no i i uh i've been fishing uh them heads the war bait heads mm-hmm. you know they come all rigged the only thing i do is cut the weed, weed guard off <laughs> you hate weed guards i hate weed guards what they don't do any good. You don't think so? You throw them in a the cup, they're going to get hung up anyway. <laughs> so, you know, just the main thing is just to have a good time out there. And you think that's probably lost nowadays a lot too. Well, you know, when I go to the island, I've gone and fished for an hour with not even one bite. And a lot of guys just get discouraged and either go home or go buy bait. And <laughs> you'll... Be fishing along and nothing, and you'll hit an area that all at once it just opens up and you catch fish like crazy. It, you just got to move around and look around and know your spots, and uh, you can't go out there the first time and just kill them. Yeah. Are you, do you use graphs as well? You know, they got some graphs out now that are as big as that TV. <laughs> yeah. You know, they tell you everything. I've got a graft that I bought in the store used. It's a good one. I don't know how to work it. I know how to turn it on and get the graft. Yeah. And then I've got an old unit that tells me how deep it is. And then with only two I need, I don't look for fish on the graft. I just look for structure. That's all you want to see is that structure. Water if you got structure, you got, you got fish. And, yeah. Uh, I don't even turn my, uh, my other one on until I get ready to come home. And I got... I got Long Beach punched in. I just yeah. go to enter, and I just follow that arrow. Yeah. <laughs> Did you use it back in the day when they first came out with the graphs and the, all, all that? When I got it the first time, I I went to Santa Cruz Island uh-huh. in the dark and come home in the dark. <sighs> and along that highway is running right alongside the, the ocean, and you, everybody's got tail lights that are red, mm-hmm. and same as the buoys, are red. Yeah, I I almost spent half the night out there trying to find the entrance <laughs> because the red lights on the cars going by, and finally I stopped and was looking at my chart and I, and I thought boom, I, and my boat was right up against the buoy. I was bumping into it, the channel marker. Oh, so I I finally got in, but oh, the graphs made all the difference in the world. When I used to leave Catalina at night, if I hit anything between Huntington Beach and San Pedro, I was right on the money. You know, yeah, you're man. I found land. Yeah. That's good enough. <laughs> and nowadays, with a GPS, I punch in the breakwater, the opening of the, and I hit it right on the money. I might be twenty feet off. Yeah. But, what about uh weathered? Have you ever been caught out there in weather? Because you've been to the island so much. Benny Florentino and I come back from Santa Cruz Island, and it's uh maybe twenty miles. Mm-hmm. And three and a half hours later, we got in. Oh, wow. And I had Benny was steering the boat, and I was working the throttle. And about halfway back, the Coast Guard come out in that big buoy tender boat. It's a big boat. And they're going around me talking to me. Are you guys? Are you you okay? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're fine. I told Benny, just don't look behind us because you look behind there'd be a, like a 60-footer. That <laughs> and, bad, huh? Oh, it was horrible. And I, I'd have been a dollar or two donut. It was all over, you know. <laughs> But you, we'd slide down the front, hit one, and then we'd go really slow uphill again, and then down a hill we go. And the good part was when we got to the channel, mm-hmm. the entrance of the harbor had the massive waves, and we just had to jockey back and forth until we got an opening. Are and then you we serious? Yeah, and we come in, in front of the entrance. And, you got a time. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. But uh, Benny and I, that was a. That was my trip of all trips, that one there. <laughs> I've been on some really nasty weather. Uh, I had a couple guys at Santa, uh, at uh, Sacramento, and it got really bad, and we were in the trough of the sea coming back. And the guy's got his rain gear on, it's going down his neck and filling his boots up. We finally <laughs> pulled around Catalina, and I stopped, and it was just absolute glass, nice. 
And he said, oh, that was scary. I said, that's the way it always is, coming back, you know. <laughs> and it wasn't. I was terrified. I thought, oh, I better drown these guys in their first time out. <laughs> they were from Nebraska or something, you know. And uh, But, yeah, we've had a couple of really, really hairy rides. Uh, coming back from Catalina, you can come back uh, maybe – 16 to 18 miles mm -hmm. and you hit that where it comes around point vicinity there yeah, and it turns from beautiful to oh my god victory at sea you know <laughs> Inside the, lead the last couple that's how i hurt my knee here oh last really month. come around surgery. there and it torqued me right out behind the wheel and threw me on the deck and and uh did you just, uh, have your kill switch on no no, but I, <laughs> this guy rides, rides ride until the wheel falls off. But I had, I had guys, I had guys in the boat with me. When I'm by myself, I wear the keel switch. But uh, and they said, "Are you all right?" I said, "Yeah, I, I just broke my leg, but other than that, I'm fine." You know? And it wow. just, it just kept getting worse. And then here, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, they did, they fixed it for me. That's nice. So it's, it's pretty much almost back together. You know what's cool is, is you still fish tournaments as well, right? Yeah, but last year uh, they didn't have that many tournaments. The SWBA, you know, that broke up. Uh, I don't, don't know really why, but SWB now is uh, going pretty good. Yeah. And he has some good tournaments. But Was SWBA, you think that was like the heyday of calico fishing? Yeah. 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 You'd go to, you'd have a breakwater tournament and you'd have, 50, 60 boats. Wow. And they had to do away with a shotgun start, you know, where they just fired the gun and everybody took off because it was life-threatening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. I heard James used to jam crazy in his yeah. boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, that was, a, they were fun tournaments. And then, uh, but Jerry's doing a really good job with his tournaments. Yeah. They, they start them on a, they don't just say ready, set, go. They draw a number, like if they have 40 teams or your number 30, mm -hmm. that's the boat start. They call them out 30, 31, 32, and everybody takes off yeah. one after another. So That's a little safer. I mean, Yeah, it's a, well. it's a whole lot safer. Isn't that how they do it in, in like, freshwater? You have groups yeah. of guys that yeah. go. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it could get yeah. hairy, too, in that end. I, I, the, uh, South Shore is really long to take off there. Yeah, I've been in a couple... Because uh, you fished, you fished the uh, SBS as well, SWBA. Uh, actually, I fished some of the earlier spotty tournaments with the SWBA, uh -huh. and then me and Jack fished two wall bangers together. Yeah, and it had to be probably some of the worst fishing weather. I mean, one of the times it was uh, uh, no, that was the uh, one of Jerry's uh, night wall turn, not a points tournament, just a I think it was like a big fish take all yeah. thing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my Taste Buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. And uh, it was like chocolate milk, water, and the wind was blowing like 35, 40. Fuck. Just coming straight through the, <laughs> the inner harbor. It was a wall tournament, so it was just, we called it early. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, this is not even worth it right now. Are you a, a big spotty guy as well, Jack? <laughs> they could drain the bay. And, yeah, it wouldn't bother me at all. You hate spotties, huh? I, I don't I don't hate them, but they're, you go out there and there's, I think everybody in the world fishes bodies. You think, oh, I got a nice little area here I'll fish, and you go in there, and there's already four boats in there. Yeah. And eh, 
I've caught them. You know, they're all right, but uh, nothing like a calico. Sand no. bass, your sand bass guy as well. Second favorite. Oh, I, I hate sand bass. You hate yeah. sand bass as well. <laughs> yeah. I was going to try to pick your brain. I'm fishing the next uh, on rookie division. I was just about to tell you, don't waste your time on that one. <laughs> I'm fishing the next yes Oh, that's uh, San Diego. No, it? we just did San Diego. Oh, no, no. So this is Long Beach. That's right. That's yeah. right. But it's four, four, four sand bass, one calico. If you want to catch a calico. It can be five sand bass. Well, I caught all calico. <laughs> yeah. So I was fucked either way. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it could be, yeah, you could have one calico yeah. if it's good, but five sand bass. But that's a whole nother thing. I've been. I'll see you. I'll be. I'm, yeah. I'm fishing that one. With Diego, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you guys had boat problems on the last one? Uh, I didn't fish the last one because no. I had boat problems. Oh, you did? Yeah. They're still working on it. In fact. Oh, no way. What happened to the boat? It just quit. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he runs it till the wheels falls off. And, then he, uh, and we said, well, it, it's broke. <laughs> you know, that covers everything. When you say it's broke, <laughs> it can be anything. How many boats have you had? Uh, I used to buy beat up freshwater boats, the old 35s and 40s on them, and clean them up, wash them, scrub them, get them to where they run and and most of them I sold to guys in uh, fish salt and sea back when they were okay. fishing salt and sea. But I haven't had that many boats. I had the Stamus for 10 years or so. Okay. And from then on, I've had center consoles. What and kind of center consoles were you running? Right now, mine's a, uh, what is that? A well, no. uh, yeah. Wellcraft? Yeah. Wellcraft? It's like the, the it was a, a top cap on it. It's it was like a, a commercial. Boat, uh, they only made four of them. Really? Pour them on the West Coast. Wow. And the reason is they're, they're Kevlar, mm -hmm. and it's got a rolled edge, no gunnel, no deck. It's got a rolled edge on it, and it's just the toughest. I mean, that boat's just <laughs> great. I yeah. give mine hell, and it, it's still <laughs> hanging in there. The only thing is uh, I had a rail put on the front because that front deck is flush. I fell off of it. Three times in December. Wait, into the water? Into the water. Oh, <laughs> and you'd be on the bow fishing, and what would happen? You're not paying attention, and some guy comes behind you a half mile out, but then the weight catches you, and all of it, you're running around up there, and you run right over the side. So I brought in and had a high rail put on it. Okay. And everybody said, oh, that looks nuts. Well, it saved my ass uh, many times. Do I you said, have a leaning post in the front as well? I have a. I have a pedestal seat. Yeah, pedestal yeah. seat. Yeah. You know, a lot of guys think it's it. I have one. I got to get it for mine. I, I lean on my center console, but I don't see many guys using it. I fucking love it, you know? Yeah, especially in the salt water. Yeah. It just saves your back, man. <laughs> Dude, I hate, like, the wall especially. Yeah. When something's coming on the wall, I could just hang on to the post or lean on the post, and you're good to go yeah. with the boat. Yeah, you just grab the, right under yeah. the seat and... Hang on. Maybe you just old guys want to have pedestals. Yeah. <laughs> Years ago, I used to fish the wall every week. I And we'd say, we'd tell my wife, we'll be home by midnight. <laughs> <laughs> and Randy, you go, Jack, we're in trouble. The sun's starting to come up. <laughs> you know, but you'd get ready to go home, and that's when the bite would start every yeah. time. You know, you think, damn. That's a, that's a fun, a fun place to fish. And it's a Southern California thing, you know, that at yeah. least for Calico, you can't Absolutely. do it anywhere else. And have a, a break wall like that, that produces probably some of the top Calico or sand bass fishing, if you think about it. Yeah, it's And it's local, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, and you can always, if it gets nasty, come around, fish the inside wall. Yeah. And Was it a pretty banging when you first started fishing it back in the day? Yeah, it's, uh, they still have good days and good nights. I mean, you can go out there one night and not catch a couple of skinny sand bass and one nest calico, and other nights you go out there and the bite's wide open. Yeah. But when the bite's wide open, you can figure you're going to lose two out of five fish at least. You know, they're, they're going to rock you. Yeah. But I like to think them calicos I've turned loose on the wall have just ruined more guys, you know. <laughs> yeah. or, or they're still talking about thousands it. of dollars <laughs> in gear, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's funny, man. Have you caught any any um, since you fished the the harbor a lot? Have you caught any exotic fish inside of the harbor or on the wall? 
I've caught a bathing suit. You know, I figured (laughs) (laughs) somebody went home cold or (laughs) naked. (laughs) Yeah. I never have fished inside the wall that much. No. Uh, Sea bass on the wall. I'm sure you've caught some white sea bass. I've caught some white sea bass. There used to be a white sea bass spot on the other side of the San Pedro lighthouse Mm -hmm. on the outside. Oh, that was a good white sea bass place. But really lately there, I haven't heard anybody getting anything in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a... What's that, that beach right up from the end of the breakwater? Cabrillo right there? Cabrillo. Yeah. We've, I've caught some nice fish up at Cabrillo years yeah. ago. God, Cabrillo used to be so good. Was it? Oh, it was epic. Yeah. That's where... Where did uh, Eric and, and Evan both flip their... Oh, no, Evan flipped his down yeah, at Trump. He, yeah, he was down at Trump, and then Eric Bent flipped, flipped his, his boat there. at, like, inside Furman, Cabrillo. Yeah. Yeah. Man, a lot of guys on a have, little. It was like a little wave. Yeah, too, that's what just, he said. Just picked it up and boop. Man, you would you would think people would, would learn, but you get up close in the in the surf and it's it's. It, I've it's had fun, I've almost shit my pants twice where I'm like, I have all these guys on. I go, man, you got to be careful. But then you get bit by a big fish. And you're like, yeah. I'm gonna go a little closer, a little closer. You know. You know where I like to fish if it, if the channels, any chance of it getting really bad, I'll go up go up towards. A, marine land used to be mm-hmm. and there's that one point before you get to marine land six way out uh there's rocky point yeah rocky point there's a lot of kelper on that guys fish that but i like to go be up beyond there and go inside the kelp and go right down it's probably eight to ten feet of water and there's a few cabins in there mm-hmm. and i've caught some really nice calicos in there but you can plan on getting your trolling motor all wound up in that kelp once in a while <laughs> and then you have to fire the big motor and yeah. you hope it doesn't get all wrapped up yeah it's it isn't for the just anybody you gotta have no sense at all to go in there you know? <laughs> <laughs> do you uh did you fish laguna a lot down that way no never never i fished uh, san diego mm-hmm. and i got one area between uh what's the launch ramp before san diego uh, Mission Bay or Oceanside? Ocean, no, Mission Bay. Well, that's right before. Yeah, yeah. I fish Mission Bay. I like that beach yeah, no, between yeah, Mission Bay yeah. and San Diego. Really? Yeah. Lots of kelp there too, as well. He's right? done really. I good. fish inside the kelp, but I went down uh, about a month ago and fished with Barry. Uh huh. I mean uh, Corey. Yeah. And we fished the beach, which I liked, and then he took me out to the kelp, right outside the San P- uh the harbor there. Mm-hmm. And he was throwing them baits. I never throw them them weedless, long, 10-inch <laughs> jobs. And throwing them right on top of the kelp. And he'd just jerk them a little bit. And he'd say, boom, boom. And I thought, I don't believe it. And eventually they'd get it or else knock it off the kelp and get it. And we caught all of our big fish out there. Did you start fishing those weedless more? No, I still haven't fished them. But <laughs> those, those in yellow leadheads. <laughs> yeah do you fish jerk baits as well stuff like that yeah you I, will i have a whole box full of jerk baits yeah and i like them it's uh at the island once in a while when the baits up on top swimming yeah and they're they can be deadly out there first thing i do is take the trebles and trash them and put the big singles on so yeah. you don't like trebles on them no you get wow. too many garbage fish you get all them <laughs> little junkers and the and the bigger fish seem to get don't mind they you get you get hung up and they're they're in solid and they get a you get a good mouthful of hook what size hooks are you using i don't know i think they're just, just what the it bait. matches the bait like yeah just one oh yeah probably the owner and line hooks yeah um do you remember when like baits like that were starting to come you know come into the scene like stuff that was new to you so like since you've been doing it so long You've seen the new baits come when, you know, more plastic companies were coming, the hard baits. I'm sure you're using like a Rapala or something, right, when they first started throwing them? I've got uh, probably uh, at least a dozen Rapalas, the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, the black and silver and uh, what's that, green and gold, yeah. the two they make. Mm-hmm. And I take the trebles off them, use singles on them. And then I've got... Uh, I don't think I got any smaller ones. All all my all my hard baits are bigger baits, and they work really well at Sacramento on the front side with slick. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a between the kelp. 
Because they don't swim where the dam and the kelp. (laughs) (laughs) Well, didn't in your early days when you first started going there, you're trolling like lead core line for calicos, right? Years ago, I didn't throw lead core, but I used to have that old stamus. And when things got really tough, I'd put the lead core out with the swim bait. Yeah. And the backside of cotton, and and you could limit out just about, you just get it down maybe eight colors. And the rod just sort of bends over real slow. You stop the boat, wind the calico in, put it back out again. And uh, I don't think anybody fishes lead core anymore. Well, you can't uh, troll in a tournament, period. Yeah. Do you uh, eat calico? Oh, do I ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't, you know, I don't kill them every time I go yeah. out. But, like, I, I went here, what, two or three months ago, and I got a nice lemon of calicos. And my friend, I kept two of his, so I, I think I had seven fish I filleted, and I still got fish in the freezer. Yeah. But I love calicos. You man. too. They're the Me only too. way to, I, I like calicos, and I like uh, white sea bass. <laughs> I like halibut. <laughs> and Will you go out and fish halibut and, and white sea bass or not really? No. Uh, he has Curtis for that. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, I was trying to think of what I ate that one time, and it was so good. I went with uh, Mark and went out in his little Oh, yeah, you boat. guys went rock fishing. Yeah, you guys went, went out. Went out rock fishing and cut them little duckers, little, little, reds, <laughs> little yeah. bitty things. And I thought, you got to be kidding me. I took them home and flayed them, and you only get a little flayed about as big as the palm of your hand, and they were delicious. I yeah. thought, well, when are we going back out there and get <laughs> some more of them? <laughs> You ever do any hooping at all? I oh. used to uh, <laughs> a lot, but I haven't lately. Uh, Didn't you and uh, Curtis uh, have to get towed back in on a cold night? <laughs> we went on my boat years ago, <laughs> and we had a, about a limit and a half. And he said, your motor sure sounds funny. I said, well, I'm deaf anyway. <laughs> and finally, it just quit. So we called Vessel Assist. And they said, oh, it'd be an hour before we can get there because the guy lives in Avalon. Yeah. We just laid down the boat, went to sleep, and here he comes. And he hooked us up. It was about a three-hour run back pulling us, and it got really crappy. And we're laying on the deck with no blankets on each side of the console, <laughs> drowned. And I woke up in the boat's jerk. I thought, what the heck's going on? Curtis is doing jumping jacks in the back of the boat. And he said, I'm, I'm froze. <laughs> I'm froze. <laughs> and uh, so that was the last time I went in my boat. But then I went on the, his boat, and we had a three-day permit. We fished at dark, got the pots out, caught a limit. After midnight, we caught another mm-hmm. limit, slept all day. Then the next night at 12 o'clock, caught a third limit. Oh, man. And... We had a bucket there. If we got a bigger one, okay, that one goes back. This one goes in the thing. You're calling yeah. calling lobster. Huh? Yeah, calling lobster. So <laughs> I come home with, uh, I don't know, what's three limits? 21 lobsters? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I've been waiting for him to call me. I told him the other day, I seen him in the shop. You yeah. know, it's almost over. If I don't get a call, I'm going to come chop a hole in your boat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you... Uh, did you fish the Western Bass tournaments back in the day with like Seacrest and wasn't uh, Benny fishing them too as well? Yeah, yeah. You get to see those kids when they were young fishing. Yeah, I used to. Uh, you know, I I had a stroke. When was it? Thirteen, fourteen years ago. Mm-hmm. I I forgot everything, <laughs> and I went in the hospital, and I checked myself out on Thursday. Call Roger, pick up the boat. We're great. going to Ensenada. <laughs> We went to Ensenada fishing, and we were about 30 miles below Ensenada, and I forgot Roger's name. I go, uh, hey, bud, where in the hell are we at? And he goes, oh, no. So he took me back to the hotel, Hotel Corral, and I was fishing for Benny then. I mean, uh, what's his face? Fish trap. Uh, Barry. Barry. Yeah. And he's talking to me, and I who in the hell is this guy over here? You know? oh, can <laughs> shit. And they loaded me up and brought me home. And I thought, Where the hell? did I did I take a boat down there? And he said, yeah. 
And three guys I never met in my life brought my boat back three days later. Wow. And That's Shirley, crazy. Shirley goes, your boat's out in front. Some guys are out there unhooking it. I don't Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I sunk it. I, I didn't know. <laughs> and I had a really bad two weeks in. And then I straightened, straightened out. But I still can't remember names, dates. But I never missed a... You can move one lure in my garage and I'll know it. <laughs> <laughs> and Shirley goes, that's digging se- around. selective hearing or memory, you know. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it Did is. You, uh, <laughs> was that a tournament you guys went down to fish, you and Roger? Yeah. You've known Roger for a long time as well. Yeah. yeah. Roger and Benny and I fished together for probably 12 years. Wow. And uh, at that time in my life, I used to throw temper tantrums, <laughs> and I'd be in the front of the boat, and I threw more rods over the side and <laughs> broke more crap, and they'd just huddle up in the back of the boat just like... <laughs> He'll be he'll be done in a minute, <laughs> and they give me a bad time about it now. But I I just don't I, I don't lose my cool anymore. And you and you have a good outlook where it's just to have fun, right? Yeah, just it's out here to have fun. Don't let yeah, it get no more tournament. Well, no more. You, when you got it, when you got to turn it on, right? I fish tournaments, but to me, the tournaments anymore are mostly to meet people, yeah. guys you haven't seen in forever. Uh, I run into the guy in the tackle store. That, yeah, that Mike Lane. Mike. I haven't seen Mike, you know, and I've known him since he's little kids yeah. are running around. Now they're 16 years old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's great. That's cool hearing all the history, especially you've seen it all. I mean, how many tournaments you've, oh. and how many different style tournaments from the Western outdoor news stuff to, yeah. you know, SWB to SPS. And you don't get a lot of people that have done this. What you've done, especially Calico. I know this is super niche, yeah. but to us, this is like talking to like, you know, uh, which brown swim baits or someone, you know? Who's the guy that used to run Western Outdoor News? That one of the bigger ones. Uh, the, uh, I took him to Santa Barbara. Oh, Island. yeah. I got him. I can't and, remember his uh, name right now. We had a really good day, but there was another boat with us. Uh, Barry Breitenberg had his boat, and we're coming back. Barry passed me. I thought, no, you're not going to get away with that. I'd pass him. He'd pass me. Anyway, by the time we hit the Long Beach area, we were both flat out, you know, five fifty five hundred. 5,500. <laughs> and I threw him into the dash, and he, you know, bloodied his nose and oh, was all beat up. He said, I've been on a lot of fishing trips on a lot of big boats, but this is the worst trip I've ever had in my whole <laughs> life. <laughs> but... He's a neat guy. I'd never met anybody fished. In all the years I've been fishing, I've only met one person that I didn't like. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Yeah. That's really good. I think somebody finally beat him up and threw him in a trash somewhere. <laughs> You've met him. Oh, uh, Papa. Huh? Papa, yeah. yeah. No, I won't even, even say his name. I just got to go it, like was that. Was it fishing related? You just didn't uh, like about fishing? That's up to Jack. To <laughs> you don't story. have to talk about it, Jack. Yeah, no, he he, he just, just was a inconsiderate jerk. guy. I like to make up stories. Yeah. Uh, but that's, I mean, think about that personal mean, shit. Did you fish with Mike Gardner a lot too as well? I fished with Mike Gardner twice. <laughs> really? I took, I took Am him. I See, I don't, I, shit I don't know. Yeah. So if I bring up something that you don't want to talk about. Oh, no. They're, I, they're, I, they're, I, I fished with Mike. Mike twice. I took him to the island. He was the biggest clunker I've ever had in my life. <laughs> he bitched at me. Well, you got to get a, get me in closer. And we were catching a little five and six inch. And he said, yeah, that's a good bite here. I thought, oh, no. He, he was... Uh, Mike Gardner's more of a spotty, right? Yeah. Really, yeah. Spotty a, in the bay. Yeah. And he's the only man I've ever known that chartered his boat. That when he chartered, he fished the front of the boat, run the trolling motor, and fished. And his passengers were all in the back. They backboated the passengers. The back. And, <laughs> and uh, I thought, Mike, somebody's going to throw you over the side, you know? <laughs> but he was a nice guy, but he was a big man, too. When he walked around the side of the boat, you better be hanging on because you're going to tip the boat over. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, he he was a nice guy. That's cool. You got you have that all that history together. You know. Um, yeah. He he had that book, 
you know, everything. I mean, he's, he did it for a long time. And is the, the more I, oh, that one that just come out, well, what's the name of that boat? The, the bite, yeah, the bite. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. They did an article on me and he was talking to me and got some pictures. And I was really shocked when he come out with that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you. I mean, you're a piece of the history, even well, if you're like, ah, I just like fishing. Well, well, if I can just keep doing it a couple more years, you know. <laughs> How old are you right now, Jack? 85. 85, man. I don't think there's many guys fishing as hard as you at 85. No, I don't know anybody. Most of them, about 70 is about it, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's a big accomplishment, for sure. Well, I hope yeah. I can fish when I'm 85. Well, you know, I can't say... I've got a lovely wife. We've been married a lot of years. What's the secret? That's the why I fish a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she can't deal with you, so she sends you away. You know, but she does make a great meatloaf sandwich. Yeah, yeah. fishing. And I've got two daughters, and they're great. And I've got two great son-in-laws, and now I've got. Uh, Grandkids all over the place, little and guys. Great grandkids. Yeah, great grandkids. Wow. Does everybody fish? My grandson fishes with me and his dad. Okay. We go to Santa we they got a place up in Santa Barbara on the coast. They got a they call it a cabin. <laughs> yeah. A three bedroom, two story <laughs> on the beach, yeah. you know. And dad, I stole it. I only paid Five hundred million dollars for it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't know what she paid for it, but will you drag not, the boat up there and go fish up? There? I, I drag the boat up there and go fishing. And what's neat is we can come back within five minutes. We're at the house. We just park the boat, go eat, and either go fishing in the morning or come home. You know, yeah, before traffic. But uh, it's worked out great. Yeah, I, I it, it's been cool, and I've been trying to get you on for probably about year and a half shit forever yeah You're supposed to come on with james and roger but i just think they could uh schedule it you know uh i've sort of lost track with roger i he calls me just about every week but he just left on long range yeah oh yeah i think so yeah he's and yeah it's his trip his trip yeah yeah I'm, I'm sure everyone's busy and and i know james moved back to whittier but i know he's pretty busy too yeah, he's gonna he's, be working on his he's boat. Is he working on your boat? He was going to do it today. Oh, that son of a bitch should have been here. I put him off and told him <laughs> tomorrow. You told him do a podcast. You want to come? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's no. A, James is fun. I've known. I knew James from when I was younger from playing music. So yeah, I knew his band. Yeah, so yeah. I, you know, so that's the funny part. And I remember Roger when I first started fishing at Savon. You know, I mean, we'll be fishing ten years, but I remember Roger being a really nice guy. And going in to save on and, you know, meeting him. I remember Roger when he was over at uh, Bob's Tackle in Norwalk. Yeah. Bob's Tackle's still around, though, right? Yeah. 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 Roger, that. we're just Jason a little. owns it now. Or yeah, yes. Jason owns it yeah. now. But Roger was just a little snot-nosed brat, you know. <laughs> what about Eric Lannisfine? Remember him? Who? Eric Lannisfine. The Boy, Beak. name rings a bell. The Beak. <laughs> oh, The Beak, yeah. yeah. Was he a little kid, too? Yeah, all of them were little kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And my grandson, now I can't call him little, he's 6'2", you know. <laughs> he's a fireman paramedic with uh, Los Angeles. Oh, wow. And uh, they, everybody turned out great, you know. That's good. Well, I appreciate you coming on and telling your story. Uh, yeah. It was really cool. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. And uh, plug your sponsor. I know you got a sponsor, MP Swimbaits. Right? Right. Yep. <laughs> Check them out. Yeah. Jack would like that. Uh this next tournament, I've always fished the same baits, and I got a hold of some of the littler ones, them skinny ones, the Viejos. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm set up for this next tournament with the Viejos. Hey, you well, all your secrets. Too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Is, oh, I'm, I'll, I'll put this out after the tournament. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> it don't bother me. Well, we'll see you. I'm sure a lot of everyone that's listening to this is going to see you at the tournament as well. What's the next tournament after that? San it's, Diego? I don't know. I haven't yeah, looked I into know. it. Yeah, the San Diego one was not nice to me, so I I really... I won't fish the bay. Yeah, I, I, the bay. I, I hate that bay down there. <laughs> and I finally found a, a good area to fish down there, 
and the Navy run me out. I was at the submarine base, you know, inside there. <laughs> it was a really hot bite in there. <laughs> and I had like three three machine guns on me. Like, oh, fuck that quick, huh? Oh, they're there in a hurry. <laughs> well, thanks again, Jack, for coming okay. on. I really appreciate it. Taking well, I had a good time. It's fun. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Joe, for coming on too. Yeah, man. no problem. Okay. Okay.